Horses out there. Horses. And they roam in the American West and they roam in England in the field sometimes. Oh my God. Shout out to everyone in Ireland who, when I said that I ran in Phoenix Park, they said, Did you see the deers? I was like, Yeah, I saw the deers. Oh. Like, you, I do love Phoenix Park. It was my favorite place. It's probably my favorite place I ever run. But, um, oh my God. I can't believe I didn't make it over there. Yeah, I ran total. You mean in total? I ran probably over 30 miles there in my three days. <laughs> That's crazy. And remember when I ran into you and you were so scared? Yeah. Well, that was I you know all this I have to share with listeners after all these years of friendships, I've never actually seen Pat run, not even one time. I thought he was lying to me about everything. Yeah. But then I was walking down the street in Dublin and I see him coming down in a gorgeous blue hued garment, yeah. shirt, and then I I say, "Hey," and he screams, lifts up off the ground, and jumps away from me. Well, you have to understand a couple of things. For one, that was the day after. That was my run after my long run, which is always a little creaky in terms of like you know, the mm. motion isn't quite fluid, like I'm really tight and sore, and maybe even my Achilles are acting You up. looked really fucking tight and sore. And then also, yeah, I was so tight. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then also, um, my whole European journey was about, like, lying in bed, not sleeping, and then, like, being up for the day, having two hours of sleep, and being like, I guess I'll run. And so, like, you know, when you, like, are operating on like six hours of sleep in the last like four days and you like just oh. everything is a jump scare kind of for no yes, reason. Yes, yes. Your your like, your body's an exposed nerve. Yeah, my body was an exposed nerve when you saw me on that street. <laughs> on that it was it was the George Street was what it was called. That street was really my main drag well, while I was there. I was you know what was so crazy there. is cause the whole reason I was over there was to go to your Zara, aka the Zara you went to before I did. Yeah. And it was so funny because as I, as I was walking away from you, I was like, wow, I forgot. He doesn't have his phone. He just has to remember where he's going. Yeah. My So my first day there, I brought my phone. And you know what I thought? I thought my friend is so smart. I am. You know, no one would ever think this because of the way I am because of how I act and because of my sexual yeah. orientation of being gay. But I actually really do <laughs> sometimes. And... um. And but I will say like that was a little because Ireland made made the really cool choice to have no street signs anywhere. Um, yeah. The first day I ran, I, I got nervous and I went back to my room and I brought my mm. phone. And then but then I was like, okay, now I can remember like how to get back and stuff like that. And you know, you know, I get like landmarks like the famous gay spar, which is the spar is kind of like. Ireland's oh right, the gay spar, if you will, and um, but so big, yeah, but so shout big. out to gay spar, yeah, and there's one that's specifically um gay leaning for gay, and um that was like right on my corner, and so I always that was kind of my north star was it was the gay spar to kind of oh. kind of speak lyrically for a moment. The gay spar was my north star, and so I I'll never forget when I was so far from everything, and I thought you were with me. You were so far from the gay spar. I was so far from the gay spark. <laughs> um, my last thing I'll say is, I'm so sad you're gone. I know. This is my fifth. This hotel is really nice, I will say. Thank God. Um, it's like how, so how, how are you feeling? Are you exhausted? Well, I slept for like nine and a half hours last night, which was oh, a game changer. Oh, good. It was a game changer. And um, But this is my fifth hotel I've like moved into since leaving my home. And so I just like... Yeah, that's a crazy feeling. I just don't have any more reality left. I'm so... I'm, I know. I, like, the idea of reality is so detached from, like, my personal experience currently that it's, like, I couldn't even imagine what it feels like to be submersed in actual human reality. I wouldn't want to be. I like it here better. 
Yeah, I do. Are you going back to New York after JFL? Yes, but and then hacks, and then I start on hacks like almost. Yeah, damn. But at least you get to sleep in your own bed. Oh, it's gonna be so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool. When is your big JFL show tonight? Tonight, tonight, which I'm, which I'm honestly glad about because like this will be like the stressy day, and then the next three days will kind of just be fun and like. Yeah, I'm really excited because um, BSJ's in town, so I'll get lunch with him. Oh, the best. He's like literally the realest him. person in the world. It's like so Oh, I really want to see him. There's He's nothing so more restorative than like getting lunch with BSJ literally in the world. Oh my god, what advice does he give you? Because I need some. Um, I don't even know. Like he just like listens and like says really funny things and tells really funny stories and like you just laugh really hard. It's like heaven. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, just had a really restorative brunch. I'm currently at friend of the pod Lalietta Fope's house. Oh, and me I and Patty. Chat with her. I know she's the best in the world. Me and Patty came over and she cooked for us. Isn't that so sweet? You know, my friend, um, my friend Jonathan uh, messaged me that he was at Patty's show yesterday. Interesting. And, I said, I'm, I said, I, and then he said he loved her hair, and I said she should absolutely be doing shampoo commercials. And she should. And I said I was so envious because I haven't seen Patty perform in years. Because she's I know so I'm literally going on Friday. I really would love to see her like do a show. I'm so excited because also she and I, our Edinburgh shows are at the exact same time. And so we're never going to be able to see each other. So I'm going uh, at Soho Theater on Fry. Or oh, you could have. If you, had gone, if you had gone yesterday at Soho Theater and said you could have seen my friend Jonathan. I know. It's crazy to think about that. Anyways. I'm I, so can't, I, can't, I can't stop saying. I know. Me too. I can't stop saying slay um, as a joke and now as real. Yeah. That's a classic I'm situation. Like, I'm like, okay, slay. It's a very... <laughs> It's a very classic situation. You heard the two classic situations that are one of the most difficult parts of the human experience. Mm-hmm. When you start when you start saying something as a joke, and then yeah. all of a sudden it becomes real. That's really hard. And then also when you post something, and then it gets a bunch of likes, and then you realize a mistake you made, mm. and then you can't tell if you should oh. delete and repost or just leave it up. I mean, so yeah, we can we can now publicly speak about you accidentally had a lop folder moment in which. I knew because it was like it was, it was such a sweet carousel of like amazing pics of us. We look yeah. so good. I want to end it with one funny like joke, whatever. Of course. And, like, and I had that old. I, I post and so I ended with this like old like front page of a newspaper I saw, which is just this woman looking dead and dead eyed into camera, and the headline is "I didn't kill boyfriend twenty six years ago." Which I <laughs> I had initially posted that two years ago with the caption, me, when I killed a boyfriend 26 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and so I put that at the end, but then I was also at a dumpling restaurant. And so I posted, and I had sent a picture of right. the menu and I, somehow that ended up in the carousel. And yeah, then I, against all odds. <laughs> against all odds. And then I had to, and it was the worst because like, then it also like, you it know, took away from the joke at the end. I understand. Joke at the end, yeah. But I, but you know, we have been so public about like meeting at a noodle space that I was like, maybe people will think yeah. this is like a really cool restaurant we like or something. We haven't been back to that noodle space. You know why? I can't go back because their noodles are so good. That's yeah. why I can't. This is illegal to say. So, but whatever. I um, you know, I had a lot of trouble for some reason eating the food in the UK, like and in Ireland for some reason. I got like skeeved out by it and I don't know why but even if it was like a normal food like eggs or cheese like for some reason eating it like it being I think sometimes well I think sometimes when I'm traveling I like if you don't see like the familiar like vibe of the things it's just like there's and also you're already kind of on edge and a little like anxious because you're just like in a new environment and you're not sure like where you're going I get that normal thing there'd be like another thing next to it like 
a tin of like like when I went to the breakfast buffet at my hotel. It's like okay, these eggs look normal, but next to it there's like halved huge halved tomatoes that are just like cooked. And it was and like, that's the, cla- it's the classic the classic uh, full English breakfast. And so has a roasted tomato. Literally, whenever I tried to eat in the UK, I felt like I was in a survivor like eating challenge where you have to like, shut the eat, fuck eat, up. Eat, like a cow brain, like that's I know I I would be just eating scrambled eggs. I would feel like I was eating cow brain, and I would like <laughs> I couldn't do it. I would gag. I would be gagging almost. So anyways, I had the most new- exquisite experience last night. Oh, sorry. Finish. In my Montreal, this is what's illegal to say. In my Montreal hotel, um, there is a scale, and so I did weigh myself, and I, I lost quite a bit of weight in, um, in the other continent where I was. That I don't feel anything about that. I'm not jealous because I love my body, and I am yeah. happy. I'm happy with however you want to be, and however you want, your body wants to express itself is how I love it to be. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I actually just I I am so. I had such a great, such a fun show last night, but I was so, oh, cool. I was, I was like in a, literally a coma from the Dublin travel. And then I, but the show was so good, but then I was, nothing was better. Cause I was, I had, um, I had a couple of drinks after the show. So I, I get, picture this, you slay a gig. Then yeah, you get in a c- cab someone else is paying for. You're a little tipsy and you're looking on your Deliveroo as you're going home and you know, you're yeah. going to order like just a monstrous amount of food and like destroy yourself. And it was so, I had really good Indian food. It was so good. Yeah. So wait, so I think everyone's probably wondering, like, now that you have left, well, you're actually still out of the country, but. Yeah. How did but... you feel about um, London and, and, well, and so how do you feel about the three cities you got to go to? I can't, it's actually amazing. You got to go to London, Paris, and Dublin in, in your first trip. Yeah, and Montreal for. And Montreal. It would be fun to go back and do, so like, treatment. It's so funny because that, yeah. I think of Sarah Sherman every time because when she came on and was just like, psych treatment. And I think of Sarah Sherman's episode, I think of when we, for some reason, for like 10, for 10 consecutive minutes, ha- had our conversation in verse, like, to the tune of um, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> like, my crush of the week is Taco Bell because I love that chain restaurant. Someone actually, someone was like, she's going to Edinburgh. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. She hasn't texted me. And they were like, she's on SNL, babe, now. So she might not be texting you. Really? <laughs> I mean, they were kidding, but I was like, oh, car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love Lolly. No, I'm, so I'm so jealous you're there. I want to see her when she's in It's, it's also little... so, it's so fun, like, when you get to just go to your friend's house and, like, lay on the couch instead of, like, meeting at a restaurant. There's nothing like it. I really want a house so one day you can come lay on my couch. Yeah. That's... Um, no, I, I literally love it over here, and I kind of think I should move here because they care about me more than they do in America. Yeah, I want to move here too, actually. People actually value me here. Me, you, and Michelle are all going to be expats together. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sad Michelle's not here right now. It's interesting because, you know, Michelle's big thing, she's been saying Michelle Collins, we're, we're of course, referring to our dearest, our dearest friend on this planet. Our most international friend, Michelle. Our most international and dearest friend, Michelle. You know, she was like, I love it. In Amsterdam, they're so nice here. That's why I love here. They're so nice here. But then I met someone, oh, at our Dublin show, one of the mm-hmm. gays we were hanging out with. He was actually living in, in. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. And I was kind of like, how is it? And he was like, the people are kind of mean here, there. And I was like, I think people I, I think people are known for being really nice in Dublin, which they were. Yeah, they were really nice. And I loved our little crew, stuff. our crew of Riverdance. Yeah, our river, our crew dance river dancers. They were gorgeous. So it's sweet. So, it's so funny because people Shout out. It's like my my um uncle is like uh, my gay uncle is obsessed with like genealogy in terms of like where he's always like walking around a family party with a huge photo album, being like, Okay, so this is our great great 
uncle oh, who lived so sweet. Farm in Ireland. And so, and he like obviously like, tracked down relatives. And actually when I was in Dublin was having them over his house and like having our family come like see our Irish relatives. And I was always like, that's so weird. But then when I got to Ireland, it's like not even just like a gay uncle thing. It's like an Irish thing. And that like all the Irish people I met were like, so Regan, I think that's like, that's actually Kildare, I think. I think the Regans are from Kildare. I was like, I have obviously no idea. And I was like, well, my mom's family is Reddington. Someone's like, that's the West. They're from the West. And I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. I'll head West any moment to find my dear cousin. I'll Kildare you to get a clue and stop talking about this to me. <laughs> um, I know. Um, did you feel at home there? I did. I actually love Dublin. Yeah, the park is the Dublin's park. Dublin's really, like, drunk, I found. Like, when you would try to walk through the streets, there's, like, so many people just standing around with, like, just I know. full glasses of beer or wine. I like, just love how everyone over here is full alcoholic. It's sort of blissful. Yeah. Um, I know. What was I going to say? Oh, I have to address something. My And I think we're all thinking it. My eye has been twitching for a full month. Really? Do you think I'm dying? No, it, it, it goes in and out. It goes in and out. I mean, to be fair, I haven't slept and I've been sorry. I also need to keep I need to stop saying that because I keep doing I keep like using the Love Island phrases because I'm watching so much of it right now. It's like, well, to yeah. be fair, my, you know, I have not gotten sleep. Yeah. For me, it's like I can't, to be fair and like I can be asked. I keep saying <laughs> I keep doing it over here, too, to people that I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not mocking you, but it's really hard not to try and speak at your cool accent back at you. It was so cool, like, and kind of horny knowing I was the one with the accent when I was there. Yeah, and you're this absolute sex god. Yeah, and then I had an accent. I know. Um, It is cool, and it is. I miss it. It was, we were so funny in it. Yeah. We weren't that funny in London, which is okay. I know, we were kind of like, eh, meh, in London. You know why it was like, it's, it almost is like, Anytime you're doing a smaller room, it's going to be more or a more intimate, like closed in room. It's going to yeah, be better. Totally. The London venue, though, was unreal, but it was just very cavernous. Yeah, it was caver- cavernous is the word. Um, before. You know, I've been I jerked off. Oh, oh I, I've cool. read I've read to talk about what I jerked off to on in oh, our yeah, show. Talk about that. OK, I jerked off to the moment when like I literally did it um, like the moment when someone. Oh, when you like open your pussy for someone and they put it in and then you both act like shocked at how good it feels. Like when they're yeah. like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like before it's even really in, you're just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I just jerked yeah. off to like the literal aura of that. Yeah. But I had, you know, it's so it's, this has happened to me before too. I just painted my nails and as all my nail painters know, it's like, they can pretend they're dry, but they're not really dry for like 24 hours. So like all of a sudden I had like my crusty glitter nail polish just all over my clit. I was like, this isn't really what I had in mind. Yeah, totally. Never seen a dog oh. do that. I hate that. <laughs> oh, I hate that. You hate glitter and nail polish on my clit? Yeah. Stop being but scared can, of my sexuality. In general, I don't like 1000% like get, if that makes sense. Clits? Clits. Oh get. my God. Oh my god! Look who I'm look who so did. glad we're having family on the pod today. We're having a literal our family. literal family. Put your ears wide, wide apart. apart, wide, wide apart for the Ruby McAllister. Ruby McAllister. Hey, woo, 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 woo! You are my girl. Also, you guys are in completely different spaces. One thousand percent. Yeah. Okay, so that. You're I, on a really modern bed. <laughs> like well, what? <laughs> Aggressively so modern. This bed was actually created in the 21st century. If it, that was, makes sense. it was. It was. It was. 
And so it incorporates tones of gray. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Little did we know that the 21st century was about Heather Gray. Oh my God. I wish it's, it's everything is gray. It's disgusting to me. It's disgusting. Everybody goes, I have an idea. That's why I want to go to Tokyo. Because in Tokyo, everything is like really bright, isn't it? (laughs) That's yeah. why we have to go. I'm dying to go yeah. to Tokyo. Can someone please? I, yeah. I, I really. Do you think? You know what I'm I, thinking? No. When Shoshana went to girls. When, when yes. Went to, yes. When, when Shoshana sh- went to the girls. When Shoshana went to girls. <laughs> yeah. I am. If, if there's anyone in Tokyo who is even known know, about us, known about us for a second, please, please invite us. We just did a show in Dublin for quite a small crowd, and we're open to doing very small, <laughs> small shows. We're open to very intimate settings yeah, abroad. <laughs> No, but that's sort of, that's honestly how you, that's how the Europeans prefer it. Yeah. Intimate. Yeah, they, they intimate. They're, wait, so Ruby, didn't, wait, where are you, first of all? I'm truly in once. my apartment. We've been trying to meet up for about six to seven months six now, which is absolutely months. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. text, we text like, die for you, need to see you. Yeah. And it's like, wait, babe, actually I'm in another country. It's like, okay, wait, babe, actually six months later. But you're but like I love a, it because I never like feel... a, a, a professional skier at this point. No, you can't <laughs> ski in the summer, queen. <laughs> you're like always on a mountain. Yeah, I, I have been I'm retreating. always at this apartment. I'll give you my address. You can just show up any freaking time. I'll be here. I'm... I'm trying, like my my freaking ring light is in the back. It's just like it, it's. I love incredible. your um. That door frame's gorgeous. Ruby, do you know what I think about with you? Do you know I think about with you? Please tell me. Your boyfriend has sciatica, sciatica just like I did that time. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend does have sciatica, like like you did yeah, that time. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. And oh my um, god, Ruby! I want everyone to know that it's not. We cannot let this monster be in the closet anymore the sciatica yeah, totally. heads have to rise up well, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. about it. lift I lift their voices yes, they do. i think me having struggled with sciatica in the um summer is huge for like the sciatica community oh, no in like the fall and then i think your boyfriend who's famously a young buck having sciatica yeah. i think that does so much to debunk the kind of the, the geriatric out. myth of this yes yeah 100%. i think we really on sciatica me and your your lover came together on that project well you know what you guys both have in common is a catholic background and i do think that Mm. (laughs) i do think that goes myofascial myofascial yes did your guys some teachers always (laughs) tell you that um, what does that mean by the way myofascial myofascial i think that means like little muscle fibers okay anyways what's up you think myo means kind of small because Myopic means like. Oh, um, nice. Some micro. Latin. Also, micro. Yeah. Micro plastic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because if you think um, about like plantar fasciitis, like I'm so good mm. with word roots. It's crazy. I need to be an SAT tutor. I know. Honestly, you are like, were you an SAT tutor? Very briefly when Get I was in like, October. Okay. I was. You were? <laughs> and I was <laughs> horrible at it. <laughs> I was for a very, very long time. You're echoing for me. I'm is she sorry. echoing for you? No, not at all in any way. Is it my fault? I think it's because you no, don't I'm have sorry. headphones on. Whatever. It's fine. It doesn't bother me as long as it's not like causing Wait, so Ruby. Sh- so wait, why are you separate if you just were in Dublin? Because now Pat I'm Pat went to old. JFL. He just left. Oh, it's now JFL time. And you yeah. got a new face. It's famously. That t- it's that time of year. <laughs> yeah. I got Kissy Pat Regana. You were elected Rigana. for that new face. 
He's yes. got a new face and he's showing it off in Montreal this weekend only. Check it out. I lost the popular vote, but I won the election. I got a new face. <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel? How did, How is Montreal? Sorry, I can't stop. <laughs> I mean, I got here yesterday and I can't stress enough. Like, I didn't sleep in Europe. Like, I didn't sleep a wink in Europe for no reason. I just couldn't. Like, for no reason. It wasn't jet- People kept telling me it's jet lag, it's jet lag. It wasn't jet lag because... It wasn't like I was sleeping regular New York hours and I was like, oh, I'm all off schedule. It's just like I would lie in bed and not go to sleep. I I think it's because I probably have too much NyQuil and they don't believe in that. And um, they don't they think they that, don't believe in that. And in, in the UK, they act like NyQuil is literally like a heroin level drug. Like they would never let anyone have it. And I'm like, I'm literally a sober person and I take NyQuil sometimes to sleep. But I let think my I learned... friend do it. Yeah. So. I, so I was really tired when I got here, but it was kind of like summer campy in a fun way. Like, you know, when you're like 26 and what you think JFL is going to be, it kind of was that, which is kind of, it was kind of was that, which is kind of fun. Like, okay. So I really, describe- when I was 26, it was like, I needed it so bad and JFL wanted me absolutely dead. Yeah, me too. But I oh think my like, God. what did you think about it? Sorry. I just need to hold this cool vintage cup while we're talking. You know? <laughs> I needed to hold this while I'm about to ask Green. you this green glass depression glass um okay this is the question <laughs> there needs to be a collection of essays written by the people who got jfl new faces during their jesus year <laughs> that's such a publishers hello that is such a genius idea how does Thank it feel you, to but... a question not i mean one what did you guys think jfl was going to be when you were 26 two how is your jesus year i feel like your jesus year is coming sort to of. a close it's yeah. going very well it's going very well it's, definitely, it's, it's going kind well. of being slay well i think that like 32 <laughs> i felt like i had a really collection of really good years that i was really proud of if that makes sense like from maybe like 30 to like 32 and this year i think i've been coasting a little bit do you know <gasps> what i mean like i just don't feel like i've been growing in the, <gasps> in the, in the past <gasps> year like, are you oh my god <laughs> I'm in a fucking cum. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, what do there you are years you don't grow. <laughs> Bad. Like, or just, like emotionally. Like emotionally. Like I don't think I've grown. Like I think that when I was. Basically from when I got sober to like a year and a half ago. I was in such survival mode. And such like. Hmm. So on a mission. And so like driven. And so like Lady Gaga next club. No sleep. Next club. Mm-hmm. No sleep. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. 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 I, I keep saying, I keep being that my Europe journey was like the Lady Gaga n- next club, no sleep, next club, no sleep, but without the club. So it was just like lying up, no sleep, lying up, no sleep. <laughs> That's really funny. You can say it on stage. Yeah. And so, um, and then like, I think, you know, I, I got a lot of the things I want. I think, I think that I like have a little bit started, like, I don't think I've had that same hunger and that same like, I don't know. I You're think not I'm just, as scared. I think the, the pandemic, I think, like, affected, like, yeah, I just feel really checked out, honestly. And I think that, like, that I want to feel more connected um, and engaged in, in coming years. But maybe that's my Jesus years about realizing that. You know what I mean? So are you about to enter your Jesus year or are you ending your Jesus year? I'm about, <laughs> I'm about like, six months into my Jesus year. I mean, you have another six months, Bim. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. No, I'm actually, no, I'm like eight months. I have, because my birthday is Halloween. So I have October, September, August. I have three months left on my Jesus year. (laughs) 
I had three months left of my Jesus here. That's such a beautiful thing that you feel like you've been a little bit checked out. What a blessing. Jesus. Do you know what I mean? It is a blessing. It is a blessing. And I I will fully say, like, I was so broke for so long. And I was so Mm. like, will I have rent next month? I was so like, how am I going to cobble this all together? And I think like writing for a TV show has been like um, a big source of stability having an apart I've never lived in a place for more than a year. Like I've lived in my current apartment Ooh, for over it's such years. a good feeling. Yeah, I'm in a relationship and um I just feel sort of like yeah, stability in a way that is has become like malaise. Do you know what I mean? So now you sort of feel like embarrassment oh. of riches. It's like it's all really nice things. It's just like I, I I've become I think complacent. But now like that isn't that like I always feel like there is no, like, I was like, there is no way I'm ever going to be an adult where I'm like, you know, like, (laughs) you know, whatever, like, I'm not, but I think it comes for us all where it's like adulthood eventually stabilizes and then you're like 45 and you're like, I have an idea, I'm dying my hair blue or whatever, you know, like, for what it's worth, I'm like 90% sure I'm going to like blow up my entire life when I get back to the States. So you're 90, but I'm excited for that. I want to see those returns yeah. after you get that new face. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. getting a new face. Of course you have to blow up your freaking life. <laughs> Who's going to fucking recognize you, girl? Blow up your life, <laughs> blow up your life is still like 2012, like, um, cable. I TV. crashed my car into a bridge <laughs> and watched it let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I have to be honest. I love that song. That's one of the best Same. songs ever written in history. I think we yeah, can it was it's like, say that. It was the introduction song. It was like the walkout song to famous all-female UCB Lloyd team Detroit that I was added to mere moments after I came out as a gay man. And um, I remember being kind of excited because I was like, oh, at least it's a cool walkout song. And then as soon as I got on, they changed it to like something else that like I hated. Wait, you, it was an all-female team. <laughs> So famously, what happened was there was an all there was like they broke the mold by doing an all female white team, which on uh, used to be improv. And then I this was in like 2014. I'd come out to like the first person I came out to was like November 2013, and then like January of 2014, I came out to a few more people and like maybe my parents. And then in February, it's like one month later, um, there were three spots. There, there were two spots open on that Lloyd team. And so they gave it to Mike Kelton and me. And I was just like so new to being gay. And I was like, all right, now it's like me and Mike Kelton and all, on all girls. I was like so stressed out about it. And this guy that I actually like had a toxic hookup relationship with um, emailed the um, artistic director and said he was fucked up what he did. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. To put Wait, a, so Ruby, tell oh, yeah. us everything that's going on with you. Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, so wait, how are you? I, I have a question. How are you in body, in mind, and in spirit? Body, you know, is giving. Okay, so basically, July is my least favorite month of the calendar year. Mm-hmm. It is the the moment I black out. I'm in a mm-hmm. chronic blackout completely. I mean, I have a lot to say about this. I, I'm a Leo, as you are as well, Catherine. But Happy Leo season. Happy Leo season. <laughs> but uh, my friend who's a healer, obviously, told me that I might not like July because it's ju- it's trauma from being in the mommy's stomach. And it was like oh. this was the month where we were starting 
Like things mm. were starting to go toxic for us, you know, that like suddenly <laughs> the mom's body was rejecting us. We had to be, you know, like pushed out into the world. And I do actually think that is real, but I also think like living in growing up in LA, it's I I am my theory is that everybody is becoming a Los Angelino in mm. on the in the globe. Globally, everyone's becoming in Los Angelino because, <laughs> okay, because because in LA, you're in the <laughs> desert and you know, like your whole body knows that you're not supposed to be there, but you're there and there's fires, there's earthquakes. It's, it's like the most unstable, uh, like weird place to live. And like, you know that everything is trying to kill you. Like, ev- like truly everything's trying to kill you. So but as the planet sort of destabilizes, unlike Pat's life, you know, Pat's life is sort of stabilizing, yeah. but the rest of mm-hmm. the globe is sort of going like totally, you know. The globe is blowing up its globe is blowing up its life. Uh, <laughs> Literally. The globe, the globe doesn't care. Yeah. The globe loves it. The globe loves that. The globe loves that. The globe crash its car into a bridge and mock the fun. The globe doesn't care. So, so July is, is bad. Yeah. July is bad. And I just think everyone's becoming a Los Angelino globally because suddenly oh, right. we all <laughs> feel the existential threat that Los Angelinos sort of felt, feel all the time, like have always felt. Mm. So you're saying now we're all realizing that we're in a state, we're in a world that is unlivable and yet we're still living. And you were inherently born with that understanding, but I'm new to this feeling. I'm right. like, what? you're new to this feeling. And like, what I realize is like, my mother is a Los Angelino. Her father is a Los Angelino. His father is a Los Angelino. That's going to be four wow. generations of Los Angelinos. That's right. Which is honestly really a sort of big deal. Ooh. <laughs> um, and, um, <laughs> Do you want I, kids? Uh, do I want kids? That's an and will they be, and will they be like, okay, Barbara Walters? And will they really, be? Will they oh, be Los, Los Angelinos? Well, that's the thing is like I don't know if Los. I'm not to freak anybody out here, but like I don't know if Los Angeles will be like a, a hospitable. I don't think like right. California's gonna run out of water. Like to, like yeah. tomorrow, like it's not. It's um, also fidget spinner. No big deal. Um, what? <laughs> ins- ins- insanity. Me talking wow. about this going like this. That's uh, truly modern. Me talking about global collabs being like, that's <laughs> great. This is upsetting. Um, Can you believe fidget spinners hit the market five years ago? It feels like way longer. It was like seven years ago. Don't no, you think? It was it was my first year of sobriety when fidget spinners hit the uh, I love sober people because they do have memories like this. <laughs> they were like, the second I stopped, I saw this. I this was the first thing I saw. I was like... Literally, I came to. I'm out of a blackout. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay, do I want kids? Right, so Los Angeles... Right, but what I'm saying is Los Angeles... Right. July. Los Angelinos <laughs> are also you meet somebody from LA. They can be happy, happy, happy. They are all Los Angelinos are sort of naturally existential, naturally sort of gothic, sort of like tending towards the morbid. Mm. Because I think we know like you know, like it's like there's a there's like an un, there's an unease, there's an uncanniness of just surviving in LA. 
um, that we are now all experiencing as a globe. Mm. And so I also think my hatred of July is actually sort of a Los Angeles thing, but now everybody is going to experience it, including the people in England. Suddenly everyone in England is scared of July now. And we're all becoming yeah. Los Angelinos. That's my that's my theory. And all Los, truly all Los Angelinos, you meet them, they're gothic. They're goths. Like goth <laughs> is goth is LA. It's a, it's like anyway. And we're all gonna become goths. That's the thing, is like we're all gonna be goths like in five years. Like it's like it's like it's through and through, through and through. We will. So. You heard her first local anthropologist. <laughs> like it's just every girl, like basic, basic girls are going to be like straightening their hair black. <laughs> like everyone's going to have little umbrellas because the, the sun's going to be so intense. It's like we are. I just got to this part. I'm going to do this because I'm even a year behind everyone else um, globally in Love Island, UK. But. I just saw the episode last night where, like, a guy comes in who has, like, all tattoos and Faye, and Faye's like, he's quite edgy, isn't he? I got, I got about as much edge as a circle. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, if you don't have, if you're not edgy, what am I? And Faye's like, I'm beige. I'm beige. And he's like, I'm pink. I love her. Really cool. But see, I think I have not watched one second of Love Island, admittedly, which is shocking and I, I, I'm nervous about it, but I do think nobody on Love Island isn't goth. Like we, like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like, if you think about it, it's like, even what you're saying, like, I'm beige, like, I'm pink, I'm a circle. Like, that is, I mean, that's, I mean, that's poetry. That's romantic poetry right there. I mean, am I wrong? You've never been wrong once. You've never been wrong once. (laughs) I think early seasons, everyone was goth, but I think, like, as it became more influentary, like, people became less and less goth, yeah. you know what I mean? But that's like the other Olivia. thing is, like, these influencers aren't going to, what, what the, they're going to just keep laying out in the sun. We know that that's impossible. Oh, they're just going to keep mean? laying out in the sun. What are we talking about? <laughs> what am yeah. I talking about? What, I yeah. don't know. What I'm saying is, it's like, it's like, do you we know are what always, I mean? like, We are always talking about that. We're always talking about that. It's like these <laughs> Love Island girls. It's like, oh, I'm good. I'm tanning, yeah? It's like, hey, <laughs> babe, we know that's not allowed anymore. Do you know what I, I mean? On, yeah. I was on such a good track of, like, getting really tan this summer, and I just got completely thrown off. Do you get tan? He does. I do. I can't. Irish. Like, because I don't. Because I have moles like this. Do you see that mole? Well, because yeah, for sure. Because of that, because I have that, I only get tan every three summers on purpose. So I got really tan in 2019 and then was the palest person you could ever I have imagine. so many moles. 20 and 21. And now in 22, I'm, I was like kind of going for it with being tan again. So Catherine, can you tan or you have, you're having a British summer? I am. I, I can tan. I was kind of tan um, while I was in Mexico in January and I got a little bit tan. Yeah, <laughs> but now I know. Now I'm full. Now I'm full. Like wearing pants and jackets for the rest of the summer, which is oh, I thought you know I don't care about tan anymore. Even though whenever I am tan, I'm like, wow, I look so fucking good. But it's not worth it because I have cans in my fam. So, yeah. But I'm going to Greece. Right. You know, I'm going to Greece, so I might get a little kiss of the sun. A little kiss. You've got it. You've got it. I might you get a little kiss, kiss from the sun. 
Yeah. Get a kiss from Poseidon or one of the Greek gods of nature. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. They both reach for the gun for the. I know. I literally. Just really I know. Sad. I did that literally to show y'all. I was like, this is crazy. When I wear these little. Yeah, wait, what's going on? You know what it is? It's when I wear these, when I wear these little porny, like, 90s baby t shirts that my, makes my titties yeah. look big, big honking. Yeah, that's the culture of Cameron Diaz wearing like a shirt like that and little boys' underwear. Which I is know. So pervy. Oh I know. It's we've, obviously we've discussed it in the past on this podcast, and we'll continue to discuss it um, as needed. We'll discuss it as needed. <laughs> as needed. As needed, we will continue to examine Cameron Diaz wearing little boys like Super Mario Brothers underpants. I had this really depraved sort of sex dream last night where I was like in this kitchen with a tile floor butt naked and i was like rubbing my pussy on the floor trying to get someone to like fuck me but no one would yeah did I you get, get off I, when, I, when i hear that dream i get it <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is that i and then there was I, then i saw this guy this, this this old guy with a big dick and then this is kind of gross but this is everyone's goth now so here we go he showed me he took out his big dick and he was like it's got teeth and it had the dick had like a mouth Wait, what? The dick Wait, had a dream? mouth on the tip in my... of it or like on in on the shaft of it? It was kind of like where the shaft meets the tip. It was a smile and it had teeth. Uh, oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> I know. I did such a good job. I actually did such a good job of explaining that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, back. So Ruby, you were saying body, mind, spirit. We're talking about July. We're talking about how everyone's goth. This is what's happening. This is the state of things. Mm-hmm. So I am shutting down. I am spiritually... Um, you know, I I had a psych- psychiatric appointment a few days ago, and I really I hope he doesn't see this. He's like you're a fan of mine, and it's awkward. But um, <laughs> oh, you're not allowed to go to him. I know. Like I like the first time I met with him. God bless him up and down. But like he did recognize <laughs> me from this. Um, That's cool. Documentary I did as a child. I want to know therapist like recognize me because then i wouldn't have to keep trying to prove to him that like i mean it when i say i'm a comedian you know what i mean (laughs) a hundred percent but imagine i was in a documentary about my um this is this is intense in fact i hope it's my birthday soon and i hope i cleanse myself of this curse that i blessed myself at 14 but um is i was in a documentary about my performing arts high school um, um, and it was called Sam High, <laughs> which is wow. a nightmare of epic proportion. And I was one of like the main subjects and whatever, like people that like Joel, Joel Kim Booster recognized me from that. Like it was like people, people that watch, I don't know. It's like a subgroup of people that watch documentaries about children trying to be professional, which like I totally understand at speaking as a goth. I get why that is a, I get why that's a pastime, but my site, my psychiatrist, when I was like 22, I come in, I'm weeping. I'm like, I'm a failure. Like I'm gonna, whatever I need medication. And, uh, he was like, wait, you were in that documentary. Why are oh you my sad? God. That school must've set you well on your way to be a famous actress. No. And I'm oh like, God. the fact that I, I'm about to be, bleep bleep years old the fact that I've stayed with him for this long just for out of mere just apathy <laughs> of just like I don't want to try to find a new one well is it is insane. really hard it's really yeah, hard so I'm like okay I'll meet with this person once a year tolerate abuse 
to get medication that I need? Sure, I, I will. So, but I did in terms of spirit, this goes back to the spirit question only. And usually sometimes it's hard for me to lie, especially to medical professionals, which is bizarre because I was talking to Spike Einbinder and River Ramirez last night and whatever they proposed, we all should be lying to our healthcare providers, but that's a, what do you mean? <laughs> that's, a that's a different <laughs> conversation. Anyway, I can't lie to a healthcare provider and I should start. Okay. Because I, will, really- I start weeping. If you ask me a question, I'll start weeping. I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you the state of my life. But this, this time, I decided to lie just a little bit. Just to see <laughs> where it would go. And I swear to God, me lying just a little bit to my psychiatrist opened up this like enlightenment like i'm not like i'm not joking like it freed my spirit on such a level that i didn't know was possible like i lied to him just a little bit i lied to him and said that i was working for a production company (laughs) why why that and why what were were you trying to accomplish because i didn't want to tell him that you know it's been a hard year of like i you know it's like i didn't want to tell him i wasn't working in television i didn't want to tell him the I mean, you don't I, you don't want to let him down because he's a fan. A little bit. I didn't want to tell him the gruesome reality of how I earn money, which is still very hunky hunky. Where I go, I don't <laughs> want anyone to know that merely because I don't want it to be like a topic of conversation. It's it's just like it's like God bless. I love everything like Om Shakalaka, but like I don't want to talk about that to my psychiatrist you know it's like i don't because i don't want to get into it it's like none of his business yeah it's not like i'm ashamed it has nothing to do with shame it's just like it's not the point give me the meds so i just wanted to like totally you know i just wanted to like streamline it and just be like i'm working for a production company like do you know what i mean like my taxes are so (laughs) simple like i file from one (laughs) one place you know like i just wanted to like talk about that rather than like I did this commercial. I'm doing this yeah. Snapchat thing. Right, like, whatever. Right, right. It's like, I don't want to talk about that. That's insanity. That's like, truly, <laughs> it's like, why would I talk about that? That's so upsetting. And like, and like, he doesn't understand. And he starts talking. It's and, so upsetting that I did that commercial. Yeah. It's like, it's so upsetting. Oh my God. It's so upsetting that like, I mean, this year alone, I was a hand model twice. It's like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about it. I, really. I want to hear about that, unfortunately. Yeah, so you're going to have to. <laughs> but it's like, you should have cheated us like your, you should have cheated us like your therapist and lie a little bit because we want to hear about it. <laughs> no, but, it, but what I'm saying is going on off the lie is like, I realized that actually like, through this lie, a little white lie, you know, I... I was like, actually, I've been more content in the present. <laughs> and then like, I go off on this thing, which I do believe I felt the past weeks. I have felt um, a bizarre amount of like presence because I just don't want to think about the future. Again, back to the everyone's a goth. So it's like because mm-hmm. I don't want to think about the future and I really don't want to. I've thought a little too much about the past. Suddenly my brain goes like, <laughs> it's like, suddenly my brain's just like, uh, like I, I can't think about anything, but like literally in the present moment, it's so actually weird. <laughs> it's so actually weird. Yeah. But 
because I just don't want to <laughs> think about anything because so, my brain is just like I've given up like it's like truly my brain is I just know. like I've given up like why are we thinking about any of this shit so it's like I'm literally just like cup fidget spinner like I don't I don't that like, sounds healthy it is but it's a it's a miracle of like extreme abuse you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like oh it's like God. my brain has been so upset and then finally I, my brain has done this a few times thank god that I I get so obsessed with something for years and years and years and then one day my brain just can't think about it anymore yeah I'm, yeah. Like, I'm being example? really real um like no, I no, was, that's why that? no it, that's what we that's what we need and it, I, it's like well it's like with the breakup too it is I think you wake up one day and you're just like I I actually can't yeah do this. like it, I can't 100%. be sad about this like, anymore I was I was obsessed 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 I talked I'm, I'm sure I talked about it to both of you for years like I was obsessed with this guy who was like like I, he wouldn't let me into his apartment like I had to have like yeah the one inner, you had sex with outside yes yeah, I love because him. Because he wouldn't let you in his apartment. <laughs> we love him. At this point, we love him. Yeah, I couldn't go into his love apartment. Love and light. So I had love to have and light. sex with him outside. Like, and I was just... Why? So I, babe, it's still a freaking mystery. And, like, eventually I, I did let... I can't even get... It's just, like, I eventually I did attempt to date him for six months. Like, properly. It was, anyway... Um, shalab. <laughs> like, I, anyway... So it's like I was obsessed with this person who, you know, was a, to- a tormentor, a true tormentor. I mean, of course, your brain goes nah, nah, obsessed with it. And one day yeah. I woke up and I. <laughs> a tormentor. A tormentor. And one day I literally <laughs> woke up and I felt it. My brain I, it was like a week period long. And I felt my brain like unbraid him from mm-hmm. my synapses. Ooh, beautiful. And it, I felt it and it was image. like a withdrawal and it was like, whoa, mm-hmm. like I, it was a huge week of my life. And then of course I unbraided him. I couldn't think about him anymore. I like, I, you couldn't pay me to think about him anymore. And then of course he comes back and like literally proposes marriage to me. Like, you know, of course, cause that's how it happens. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then you met your new lover. Yes. But How did you meet like, him? I've, I had been like, like years ago, I worked with him at a restaurant. Like I've, I've known him for a million, gajillion, gajillion, bow billion years. But, um, but what I'm saying is my brain does like have this like object impermanence where it's like it can focus on something for so long obsessively and then one day it just like can't do it anymore I don't know what that is I think there is like a term for it but I don't know what it yeah is. I definitely have that I feel like I've had that not necessarily with people I feel like obsessions with people come and go but they're more like it's a different thing than that but I have that with like um either friendships or like situations like um like, the, I don't want to talk about this again. I actually feel really guilty for how much I said a couple episodes ago about my relationship with the island called Fire Island. But I think that that's, like... Why do you feel situation. guilty about it? I also I, just, I, like, I, totally well, just, revealed yeah. too much about myself, too. But, like, here we are. Not at all. No. Because mine involved, like, other people that then, like, I think got, like... I think because, like, 
I, I, I want anyone listening to him, like, I never want you to DM anyone. Like, I never want anyone listening to DM anyone else. So I, I think I feel guilty <laughs> about that. I hope listeners would have known to not like that. This is just my side of the story. And I just was. You were just expressing how you feel. Open. Yeah. Yeah. None of that is necessarily even resembling truth. It just that's my emotional truth. Right. So I felt guilty for that for some. But, but regardless, I think I am going to play like that's a situation I've been obsessed with for probably six years and like recently i'm just like oh i don't i think it was after that episode i was like oh i don't i just don't care about this anymore like my brain broke in terms of like it can't care about that anymore. I, that's what i really i really oh sorry i think that's really how and i said this once over the pandemic i was in a group therapy a zoom group therapy session and it was me and one straight guy and three gay guys and I was Incredible. just constantly I being like, immediately. I was just like constantly like, well, you're not going to get over that until you commit to it a thousand percent. And then your brain gets tired of it. Like that was like my constant also group mm. therapy. The fact that I could cross talk is illegal. <laughs> that should be yeah. fully illegal. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. I was cross talking. I want to be like, in group therapy. Like being like, hi, um, actually, you just have to just feel the feeling until your brain gets tired of it. And I do think most, how else do you get over anything? Like, I don't think. Well, that happened yeah. with me and caring about like my career so much. Cause I'm so sick of being jealous and feeling bad about my career. Me too. Even though it's, even I, though everything's good. Well, I not everything. I think it has to. Yeah. And also it's just like, I, again, like thinking about the future, worrying about like, all of this stuff it's like I just recently my brain right. is just like I'm so tired but I don't think I wonder sometimes like is therapy just a way for you to get tired of a topic and then your brain stops <laughs> thinking about it? is that the use of therapy to over commit to a feeling yeah. that eventually your brain literally drops the synapse of it yeah, like when you, it's like when you keep saying the same word over and over again, yes. and it like stops making 100%. sense. A hundred percent. That's what therapy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what therapy is for feelings. Where like, oh, this doesn't mean anything I think anymore. that so might wise. be it. I think that might be it. Or it's like, you know, even though like I do believe in the power of prayer and I do believe that, you know, my, my spiritual mm. belief is whatever. Like I do believe in a higher power, but there is another like neurological aspect of it where it's like you're praying. So you're just focusing on something else. You're just, it's like meditation is just the absence of a focus on some, it's just like, mm, if we're talking yeah. about pure science, I don't like talking about pure science. And we are, and e but everything we do on this podcast, we are talking about <laughs> yeah. pure science. And I know that this I, is um... sort of like a science-based <laughs> podcast and you, you both don't believe in God. You only believe in science. And I know that. And that's sort of like. <laughs> We both we actually love God told, on this planet. No, I know. I know. One time a woman told me she, one time one time when I was like twenty seven, a woman told me she believed in power in the power of prayer. She used that phrase. And then like six months later, she did this like long Facebook post about how like she had been struggling with same sex attraction and she like went to essentially a conversion camp and oh. it worked. And I was like, Congrats, girl. That's so sad. <laughs> I know. And it was the post and do you know what else was interesting about the post? She, what? Um, <laughs> what was? She's like, I. She was like, I feel like Katniss, and I've shot in the arrow through like the. <laughs> remember so when weird. Katniss shot that bow and arrow through like the Hunger Games? Like I never ever even for a never second let myself understand my the premise of yeah. the Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. I've never laid my eyes on one frame of. I read the yeah. first two and I hated them. <laughs> 
I didn't see the movies, but I read t- the first two books and I thought they were really bad actually. But there was one where she like she like breaks the matrix kind of by shooting an arrow up into like the dome with the Hunger Games happening. And the girl who went to conversion therapy who believes in the power of prayer says that's what she felt like when she um managed to stop being that's a lesbian. That's so sad. I mean, that's <laughs> but honestly good for her i mean like <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> the <laughs> fuck up. that's what she wanted you know <laughs> yeah, yeah love love yeah, is love whatever you love want, you. I whatever you, you. want to love <laughs> whatever makes you we all need to be doing whatever makes us feel like <laughs> yeah. we all need to be doing whatever makes totally. us feel like katniss whatever i feel most like when i'm funny. lying down asleep for 12 hours in a row percent. <laughs> <laughs> A hundred percent. But that, so what I'm saying is I did, I just want you to know I walked to my couch and I, that felt insane. And now I have to go back to my desk. Okay. I like your um, top. Thank you. It's a little dress, but, oh, um, but yeah, so I feel like this lying. Yeah. So I lied and then I did finally realize through lying that the past few weeks, yeah, I I like am not focused on my chronic anxiety about the future because I my my brain doesn't work anymore, thank God. And uh, <laughs> so that Great, that him. is happening, and that's praise amazing. Him on high. <laughs> yeah, so that's my mind, and I think a little bit my spirit that I and then my psychiatrist, God bless him, said that he he believed that I have been experiencing true states of enlightenment <laughs> so oh my god, god. no wonder you can't it's leave like, him no wonder you can't find I, a new one I that know. sounds incredible i know he's a fan of mine he says that i've achieved true enlightenment i go you I'm are gonna be really getting my be... talipram from you for the rest of my goddamn life of course what is that by the way it's a uh ssri i was on that in um college for a second yeah i'm on ruby i really have this feeling about you like you are really like, I mean, there's some, I just feel you're so special when I'm around you. I just feel like so at ease and at peace. And I feel like you, I do feel like you have knowledge from like other lives that just like pour through you all the time. I thank you so, so much. I, do you know what I mean? Don't you feel like the most special girl? Totally. You know what? I don't feel like the most special girl because I'm really working on my terminal uniqueness, but I, um, <laughs> I terminally unique terminally is so fucking girl. funny, but um, but um, I do. I have noticed, like, I was talking to some people, dear friends, and it was like their fam. They're like sort of like they were also raised in LA. They have sort of like artistic parents or whatever. I also have artistic leaning parents, but weirdly, their artistic parents both of my friends have parents that like did not have spiritual lives and did not have like spiritual commitments. And like, weirdly, I looked at my family and I was like, I just come from a long line of like seekers. Shockingly. I can't believe I'm, I'm revealing so much about myself. On this one. No, I don't, I don't feel like I've, I feel like I don't come from a long line of seekers. And um, I sometimes wish <laughs> I did. Cause sometimes it's hard when, your parents aren't seekers because like when you mm. sometimes when you see your parents struggling with something like oh you have to you're right and that's you know. what they were saying my friends were saying because they're on like their own path spiritual 
relationships yeah. and they were like it's mm. really hard because and it's and even with them it's like they had these parents that they intellectually feel very kindred to but spiritually very foreign from and like right. I, I also think for me not that. to yeah for me I think it's like you know my parents were in that generation of like Irish Catholic where it's like this is the church it's like and like that any spirituality that any help they can get it has to be from that bucket kind of and if like and if it's not helpful to them then they're just kind of shit out of luck do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. whereas I think our generation is more like okay well what maybe maybe this path isn't like right for me or not helpful to me like what else is out there like that kind of that kind of well that was like the way I was raised specifically was like my mom comes like my mom's grandmother, my great grandmother was a literal metaphysicist. Oh my god! Like That's like Donnie Darko. Her She's whole a, life your trying to find your great grandma is the old lady from Donnie Darko. Cellar door. Wait, so many people have <laughs> cellar door. She's cellar door. Cellar door. Um, she, so many people have said that. I do. Really? My great grandmother is the old, is the woman from Donnie Darko. I'm oh my god, that's like crazy because she... I don't even really know her. To be fair, to be fair, yeah, to be fair to me. Oh, I know her. Tell me about. No, um, she, but she did do like crazy, like tried to break down like time and space. Mm. I'm dying and for in someone these to do crazy that. books. And she, I would love it to be broken down. Yeah, and she tries like her like big tome piece was called Etern- the Eternal Crucible. Okay. Wow, so I want to read it. And, um, okay, making I'm making shirts. And it's about um, she believe she found a so called equation to prove that there's a physical soul in the body. Like, so that's like my mom's side. Of oh the my thing, god, which is wow. crazy. And then my dad is like my dad. My my grandfather like had a kid in college, super young, but was like meditating in the fifties and studying comparative religion. And then my dad is like a crazy, like crazy, crazy spiritual per like all I talk about with my dad is our relationships to our individual. Like my dad's a Hindu. Like my dad is a literal practicing Hindu and has been since he was 23. I'm white person. (laughs) Like it's like, and he knows like it's, and that for so long, I thought that was so like cliche. Like my, my, you know, I was raised in LA. My dad's Hindu. Like it's such an old, stupid Woody Allen joke. But there is like suddenly, as I do, I'm sort of grateful for it. Like it's weird that I get to talk to somebody who prays to multiple gods. Totally like, it's weird that, and he's my father. Like I, it's I get to talk about religion with my family all the time, and I can't imagine. I don't, that's, that is my main connection to my parents as our our individual spiritual relationships. And religion seems to mean something different than it does to probably a lot of people's parents where it's like, I mean, if I talk about religion with my parents, it's like, we're just talking very specifically about like, it means like one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. And like, my mom has her own practice. I have my own practice, my dad. And it's like this crazy, like, I, I feel so fortunate in that way that it's like, in terms of my own relationship to spirit as it is, it's like, I can't, I can't tell if I'm an old soul or if I'm just genetically modified to discuss this. You know what I mean? It's like, because (laughs) it's like, I look at it and I'm just like the genetics of my family. It's like, well, I can't tell if I'm an old soul. I really think I was just, this is my orientation 
against hear my me. will. You were born this way. This is my I orientation. Hear me roar. This is my orientation. Hear <laughs> yes. Hear me roar. This is my orientation. I'm at orientation. Hear me roar. Yeah. This should, right. So what do you think happens? What do you think happens when we D? Because I don't want it to be just black. It'll annoy me. It's I, think, I I have to say, I've been thinking about this recently because I spent my entire 20s not thinking about D at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always just, think about D. Just F. thinking about F. Yeah. Failure. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was me fucking. Which essentially is thinking about D. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But I couldn't get to D. I was just E-D. stuck on E-D. F. E-D. Ego death. Ego death. Yes. Nice. I, oh my god. Hello. Okay. Um, and I was just starting to think about D recently, and I do. I am sort of starting to feel because my grandmother. Oh my god. You guys, this pot is like crazy. Everyone is gonna go freaking crazy. Um, my grandmother. I spent. I spent a lot of time with my grandmother on my mom's side, as she was dying, as she was passing away. And she would talk to me about the other world. Oh, my God. Not joking. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. And I – between that experience and collecting other people's near-death experience, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Also, like, I sometimes think about that – And it's definitely not black. It's – I truly believe it's not black. But I do believe because I – dream i have a dreamscape city that i go to like almost every night and i've been building it out oh my god for, like, nine years Psychotic. that's so lucky i know i'm literally what does it look like? i'm so lucky in that regard and meanwhile i'm I rubbing my that- pussy on a tile floor and seeing a <laughs> cock with teeth oh my god take me your city <laughs> but that i mean that's important too and that could happen in my cityscape you know what totally. i mean totally but i think we go there yeah, that's interesting. I well, feel like I don't like... need to go where I was last night. I do not need to go where I was last night. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just stretch- I'm just stretching. That's why my ass is in the air. I'm just stretching when, it out. When you talked about like being with your grandma and her talking about like the other side, like that's how sometimes I am when I like I love to like when there's a newborn baby like just born in the hospital. Mm. Still, I love to like hold it and be like kind of like where were you like where were you just you know what I mean like where were you just where were you just just right now where did you come from where where did where were you literally what was the moment before what what was your night like before this you know what I mean because they know yeah 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 how's your night been so far girl (laughs) because they know they just can't tell us because they don't know about words it's so annoying (laughs) it's so annoying so what do you feel when you hold a baby um I do feel um, I don't know. I feel, I feel like bad warmth. for it. I'm like, get I, ready. No, I feel like a lot of warmth. I, and I feel. I, I think there must be some kind of like chemical that gets released with me with babies because I do feel giddy. Like it's a, it's like that's so cute. Uh, that it's, is so cute. And then especially little babies. So you want to be daddy, daddy? I don't know if I want to be daddy, daddy because you have to remember I'm quite selfish and I have quite a lot of things <laughs> I I like to do that um that don't involve babies but I do like children and I I find them very funny and like funny I know to talk to. I think it's so important to hang out with kids whether or not you have them I think yeah. it's just it's part we need to have children making us laugh like 100%. yeah totally because they are so fucking funny so I don't know like whether or not I want them it depends on like a million things it depends on like what my life looks like in 10 years I mean I think I could see myself doing a full like 45 year old gay dad thing um but I'm not sure. And Catherine, are you mommy, mommy? I did Frozen, Frozen Fro- Two, the musical. 
Ryan, right. You did Frozen too. I don't know what I want. Ryan and Sarah Hall are two um, professional marathoners who have trained a lot in Kenya, and they um, adopted a family of four uh, African girls who are all um, like a lot of times in those kinds of adoption scenarios. Like people get really separated from their families because like people um. only want like the youngest ones or like things like that. And so like they adopted for, like some like ranging from like. It's... very young to like 18 and they're all and like, i think that that oh, would be cool so to like sweet. be able to get them like give them a home in a way that's not like oh you have to leave your family for, you know what i mean like that kind yeah, of thing. yeah 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 i think that's so i i like i mean yeah adoption is very very cutie cutie patootie <laughs> adoption is a cutie patootie know. the kids yeah. thing is so intense I we still have time don't. i still have no answers yeah but I know I want to hang out with kids. I know that. That's, That's funny because sure. I, I really I don't. I be around kids. I don't need to. Sometimes. Yeah. I would foster. You don't have Maybe to. I'd foster. Maybe like for a few minutes, like say one funny thing and then I get to go and have actual like fun. Yeah, I guess like I don't. That's how I see. That's but how you I, don't like hold a kid and you go, "This is crazy." I never they, ever ever hold like a kid. My, I don't know. My friend calls them god balls, oh, and I think that's so true. That's so cute, Catherine. The way you just describe babies, I'm like they are little god balls. How you feel about kids, Catherine? Where it's like, okay, say one one funny thing, and then I'm I've had enough. That's how I feel about like conversations with adults. Like make me off one, <laughs> make me off one me time too. and let me let me head out. Like <laughs> put it in the Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> so, Catherine, you love talking to adults. Yeah, it's your passion love, for fashion. But isn't it so yeah, boring? Yeah, like I'm, I, I get to, well, I'm just sad because I wish we were all like if we were in per, if the three of us were in person, it would be absolutely like I would never be able to leave. Like it'd be absolutely electric. No, me too. It would. Um, but I am. Have to I do out. have to say that I have to leave in. I have to leave in a few minutes, so maybe we'll yeah. keep. Um, don't want to keep anyone too long. Um, no, of course. What are you doing next? Well, I have to go um, back to where I'm staying. So I'm at Lolly's house still, and then tonight. Um, I might just stay in. Okay, London calling. Um, I've been tra- I've been really exhausted. I'm so sorry. No, it's be- it's 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 a good kind where it's I'm doing something that I that I like. But wait, you know, Ruby, you're one of our very few repeat guests, so I do want to just briefly ask you if there's an updated addendum, if you will, to who were you, who are you, and who do you want to be. A hundred percent. Okay, so who were you? Okay, so who, okay, this is like, I'm, I'm like literally Ruby the Guru tonight, where I it's like, it. who was I? I was, <laughs> I was um, an absolute, I was addicted to, um, well, this is also what, <laughs> not to be like, totally, I'm going to plug something. I have a show at Joe's Pub on August oh 18th. About what I'm about to talk about, which is plug, plug, plug. I was addicted. I was addicted to tragedy most of my life. Oh my god! And that's what my show's about. Sounds like a Panic at the Disco album. Sounds like a Panic at the Disco album. Addicted to tragedy. Addicted to tragedy. I'm addicted. Right, but that's what I'm saying is because I'm from LA, I'm goth, so I have to talk about it. Whatever. Okay. So what, who I was, I was just a girl about town and in her little mind, I was just, I was just thinking about all the ways I could, um, die a penniless prostitute in 1940s Los Angeles. (laughs) You know, like like, you're like Black Dahlia vibes. Yes. Like I was just like, who's going to slice me up? Like, what's my hair going to look like? Mm -hmm. Um, 
Okay. I dreamed then, a dream in time gone by. That was you. <laughs> yes. It's very that. It's like, when is it going to get lice in my hair? I have to. Yes. Yeah. I was just like obsessed. So addicted to the moments of like, when am I, when is it going to get to the point where I'm shaving off my hair and I'm crying? Yeah. At, to the gods. Yeah. Know? To the gods. Um, crying and, to the gods. And, and singing. <laughs> To the Be a nerve. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, so that's who I was. I was absolutely begging, pleading, praying to, you know, get lice and shave my hair. <laughs> so that's who I was. <laughs> and um, who I am. Is that the next question? Yeah. Who are you? Who am I? I'm okay. I'm. Oh my God. I'm okay. So who am I? I'm a person that's about to lie about their age. (laughs) That's who I am. And I may be turning, this is a whole plot. I may be turning 40 and I want that rumor to spread that I'm 40. That'd be incredible. I want that rumor to spread. Everybody you know that I am 40 years old. She's skipping her thirties. She's absolutely going 40. I'm skipping my thirties and 40 or bust. And I'm 40 or bust, so when they find out my real age, I seem absolutely young. <laughs> I seem spring chick. Okay. <laughs> spring a ling. So, so I am – who am I? I am 40. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> who am I This is 40. <laughs> this is 40. Who am I? This is 40. Break out the fedoras, ladies and gentlemen. This is 40. <laughs> okay. So um, – and then who am I going to be? Who do you want to be? Who, oh, who do I want to be? I honestly, I really want to keep on this, like, my my brain doesn't work. I really want to be my brain doesn't work. And I really <laughs> want to be, I really want to be, um, I think I want to, like, really be, like, what, like, the showbiz version of, of the woman from Donnie Darko, which I think I'm yeah. well on my way to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. But I think that's... 90, I think 90% we're... uploaded. 90%, right? <laughs> I love to Google, it's... like, um, metaphysical things and, like, read them until I get that weird brain feeling where you, like, can't quite understand what they're yes. talking about. Yes. I love that feeling. Where you're just, like, I'm, like, at this point, like... Yeah, it's like wait. So time. So I'm outside. Of, okay, so outside of time. Wait, so time is fabric. I'm like, so like every direction kind of takes us to the future. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, Como se? I'll never forget. I'll never forget when I was at a show and and Sam Taggart goes, "Como se? What?" <laughs> that's so funny. Um, that's why I feel when I read that. I like want to ask you guys the same thing though. But do you guys? I'm like, I really want to know like who you want to be. I really want to yeah. know. I want to be, I want to be like so, like li- like literally like charcuterie board. Just like everywhere I go, it's a party and everyone. But I'm I'm, I'm generous in that. I'm like giving everyone a little bit. Yeah, of I definitely want that too. I really do want the charcuterie board lifestyle. I definitely. Yeah, and so... I really want like a country home and, and, a, and an iconic career that sort of defies what we've seen before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's are incredible. Okay. Those things are incredible. Those boobs that Thanks, you have. Thanks, babe. Yeah, all oh, those babe. boobs that you have, honestly. <laughs> all those, all those all boobs. boobs on each, me. Now, let me ask I you guys this. I love each and every one of your boobs. Aw, thanks, hunty. Slay. I also, like, who I want to be, I want to, for all those TV executives, I want to be on television again. 
Yeah. Yeah, you've been on it a lot, to to be fair. I've been on it a lot, and I want to keep being on television. Same. Yeah. Let me ask you all this. Do you feel hot today? And keep singing, and, you know, keep singing to the gods. (laughs) For your nerve. And your supper. And boots. Singing to the gods for your boots. Um, I want to be someone who, like, wakes up and is, like, gets out of bed and makes their bed and, like... Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, eats, like, a breakfast and then, like, (laughs) goes... writes for a bit you, and goes for a oh run my and god like sees friends but not in like an annoying way like just a very comfortable way and has like a lot of laughs and fun and then goes to bed and then wakes up and and kind of does that again i that love that great. i also want to be a person that's like like just having a yogurt yeah uh, i would never have a yogurt i know i've never had a yogurt but i've been like i, I can get to, into i need to have a yogurt i, I don't need phases, my future to involve yogurt i go through phases with chobani I Jimmy. hate it. It reminds me of dieting. Like you know, there are certain like... foods that remind me of dieting, so I can't have them anymore. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, yogurt so you guys... reminds you of dieting? Yeah, like having like a high-fat yogurt and like nothing else. Oh, I guess yeah. that's right. Maybe it's like that cottage is what cheese I'm saying. Culture. <laughs> it's do cottage you guys, cheese culture. Do you feel hot today? Is that no, like too but I don't care. Yes, yeah, I don't, but I don't care. You don't? Not even with your your boobs? Well, I guess I do. Now that you guys have complimented my big tit. Those are crazy. Those are insane. <laughs> <They're> cra- <laughs> I guess with big tits comes, say it with me, big responsibility, a.k.a. The, uh, also big body. So I'm just feeling a bit swollen today, and I'm actually exhausted, and I cannot wait to go take a nap. Yeah, I feel, um, I do feel hot today for some Slay. reason. I think you should feel hot today. Mm-hmm. You're about to get a new face. <laughs> I was about to get a new face. I finally slept for like nine and a half hours. I know I'm going to sleep a lot again tonight. I'm a little nervous. I'm doing my like set that is like the big set tonight. So, and I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to do. And I think I've gotten to a place where I'm like, I just want to do the things that I find the funniest, even if they're really old or even if like whatever, whatever. I just want to do the things that like I have the most fun doing that I get excited during us. You know, when you like those jokes you have that like you get excited when you're, when you, pull them out during a side because like oh this this will get a big laugh no matter yeah. what like yeah. everyone will like this i want to just do those bangers and um and once i'm not like on, any new news well i'm not gonna do anything for the first time but there will be some yeah, stuff course. that's like new ish or like yeah. newer than really old yeah. and um once i really settle on exactly what the set will be then i will feel i think even hotter um because i still have that hanging over my head but i woke up at like really i woke up really early went to a gravel track, did a little tempo workout with warm down and cool down. It was ten, like a 10 and a half mile day. And I just feel very like, like I'm finally turning a corner and like starting to feel like my old self again as a runner, which is, it's never taken me this long to get back into shape running wise. So I feel, and I kind of was starting to think it would never happen. So I feel powerful. But never say never. To, oh, that's never something I never. also wanted to say on the pod that I realized recently. Never. Never is that never. like when you like break up with someone or like when something happens and you go, something is never going to happen again to me, whatever just passed is never going to happen again. That's called immaturity. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it. that's how Webster's dictionary defines immaturity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, do you, do you guys have crush of the week? Oh, crush of the week. Uh, mine is all, mine is, um, the amazing, the amazing therapist and twins from London, and the amazing river dancers from Dublin. <gasps> yeah, 
Did you have Shout River out. Dancers opening for you? No, <laughs> we should have next time. Yeah, my um, my crush will be the international group of people I played old maid with um in London. Oh yeah, <laughs> you played old maid in London. Are with you serious? With an international group. With an international group that included UK, <laughs> Ireland. Are you and kidding Australia. me? <laughs> <And> no, <laughs> this is the cutest thing. I'm like gonna weep. That I know, is but I was trying to explain thing. to them. Do you guys know, like, in our country, I feel we have, like, old maid cards where there's a specific, like, yeah. deck of old maid cards. And one's a literal picture of an old maid. They just play it with, like, regular cards, but they have their way they, okay. they make it work. Yeah, we have the old maid cards. <laughs> yeah, they don't have that. They, We're going to go ahead and have that. That technology hasn't reached them yet. So they just <laughs> regular cards. That is so Ruby, do you have a crush cute. of the week? A hundred percent. I have been um, watching The Aviator every night and falling asleep 10 minutes in. And I have to say, Leo DiCaprio and The Aviator 2004, baby. Unbelievable. Oh my God, Never heard of that. scope it out. It's about it crazy too. Howard Hughes. You guys, everybody, stop what you're doing right now. Watch The Aviator. It's unbelievable. It's a movie? It's a movie. It's I knew about it when I was a kid because it was famously Gwen Stefani's first cameo role in anything. Oh, that, ex- that's, that excites me out. even now. Yeah. I do remember when it came out. No, I, don't I don't even like know who Gwen directed it. I, Martin Scorsese. I don't like the final I don't like the final form of Gwen Stefani and I never would think we could have predicted it. Like this I kind know. of voice centric Blake Shelton person. Well, I was She's talking, a Blake I Shelton a new... centric Blake Shelton centric. Say it say it six times. Fast. Yeah, Blake Shelton centric. But I Shelton, think Blake Shelton centric. Like she's so world music. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I liked her <laughs> album that came out in like 2016, like that no one listened to besides me and like my improv teacher Morgan Grace Jarrett. Where it was about like um, it was like oh god, I can't remember a single song from it, but I remember it sounds good. It. Yeah, it's wait. Not the um, no, it was the one after that. It came out in like 2016, and the, the main single album. from it, the main Not single from it was like an unedited, just one shot, like close up beauty shot of her and like a white tank top with a blue bra strap coming out, like looking into camera, singing it. Oh, it's called, it was called I Used to Love You. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You. I used to love, yeah, right? I forget, but I'll listen I don't to know. it immediately when we log off. Wait, now, Ruby, we're, we're going to have to later, I literally, we're going to have to have you on again in person in New York. Let's yeah. Um, we'll do a follow up, you Let's know, do a so we don't have the tech issues distracting us. But um, everyone, go see Ruby's show August. Say it one more time. Nineteen. August nineteenth at Joe's Pub. Uh, if you haven't seen Ruby perform live, you're literally missing out. It is absolutely transcendent. She's, I tr- true star power oozes from her pores. I cannot wait to see. And thank you so much for joining us. And I have to ask before we go: Are you mad at us because of all the tech? <clears throat> No, I'm absolutely not. You both are angels in my heart and okay. my mind and spirit, and you can do literally nothing wrong. So there we are. I'm so oh. sorry for how no, I am. So we're sorry. all we're in international waters at this point, so it's, I know. I really forgive are. forever. All right, well, you guys, thank you for listening to our international podcast. And... Coming at you live from America, Canada, and England. This has been Catherine, Ruby, and Patrick's podcast called <laughs> Seek Treatment Episode. <laughs> number i don't remember and we if you're listening just know that love is coming your way yes yeah love is coming your way kiss alina's kiss alina's Alina's. bye-bye love you (laughs) if you're boring as fuck seek treatment